hey, can we cuss on your podcast? It's guys sitting around chewing the fat. He made me right here in the bed. You guys didn't see uh, that. Yeah, we're just going to wing it. Nothing's off limits. We wing it. Perfect. We don't know what we're doing. Any language barriers or like uh, things I can't say? Um, I don't have it marked explicit, so, but I can if it is explicit. So it's kind of a episode by episode deal. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah. Say what you want. It's fine. (laughs) Uh, I'll try to watch my language. Yeah. So what's been going on? You said you're working for your dad now? Yeah. Well, not really working for him. It just, there's no hay around here and yeah. nothing to eat. So been hauling a lot of hay for my dad and some people down in like uh, southeast Oklahoma. Been picking it up in Manhattan, Kansas and driving it down there. Going all the way to Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Fun stuff. Fun, fun stuff. So how many, how many cows does your dad have? Uh, there's... We've kind of thinned them out a little bit, but they're still probably about 280 head. Dang. Do you guys rent a bunch of ground, or does he own a bunch of ground? Uh, they're in the, actually bought a new place, so they're in the process of moving and trying to get a house built and all sorts of crap, and it's just madness around there. Cool. And the place they bought smaller, so they're going to have to sell some cows. Maybe so. you can buy them. Mm, nah, I don't have no place to put them. Where do you, are you just living with them? No, I still have my little place there about five miles south of them. Oh, I got you. So, yeah. Well, Cameron, start us off. Start us off? Yeah. How, how, you started? <laughs> <laughs> how long have you been hauling the hay? Mm, good gravy. We've been going, I think the third load I hauled was uh, shortly after Christmas. So For a while? Yeah. Have you been rodeoing much? Not really. No? I went to Denver and... I got to go to Austin here next weekend. So, so you're a gotta saddle bronc rider, mm-hmm. if right saddle bronc. Yes. How'd you get into that? Uh, my dad did it. Uh, my dad rode bulls and broncs forever, and then about the time I was born, I guess he kind of stopped riding the bulls so much. But I grew up watching him ride broncs, and then uh, I played baseball for ever since I was probably eight. And <clears throat> so I didn't really rodeo much all the way through like junior high and high school, like most people do, like they'll usually high school rodeo and stuff. But I did, and I was always pretty busy playing baseball. And then kind of thought I wanted to ride bulls at one time, and my did dad kind of put the kibosh on that. Did you so, ever get to get on one? Yeah, I got on a couple. On? And then kind of when we were maybe taking it a little too serious, dad said <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. If, if you're going to rodeo, we're going to try to ride Saddle Bronx. Did so. you just mess around at home on bulls, or did you ever get to ride one at a rodeo? No, nah, we just went up to, like, practice pins and yeah. stuff. And Heck, I probably wasn't 15 years old, maybe. Yeah. Like, I wasn't even old enough to drive myself to them. But. Your dad put a stop to that more than your mom did? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Did he get hurt on them or something? No, no, he, he just he never wanted did. to quit while he was ahead? Yeah, he just yeah. said, no, we're not going to do that. Yeah. So I said, okay, well, whatever, and then... He uh, he had a guy build me a saddle because I was pretty small, obviously smaller than I am now. But uh, nobody normally built like a saddle that would fit me because I was that small. And so we knew a guy that used to ride Bronx and also built saddles. So he custom built me this little saddle, and that's kind of what I got my start in was doing that. And we'd get on steers with it, and uh, all that basically does is teach you kind of how to be able to hang on to that saddle a little bit and kind of getting rhythm with some stuff but I never actually got on my real first like actual bucking horse tail would have been 
Oh, man. Probably like the spring of my senior year. Mm. And then uh, two horses later, I snapped my arm in half. and uh, A little setback? A little, I mean, yeah, I guess you could call it a setback. <laughs> I don't, I don't really know. But I was already... <clears throat> a friend of ours is a rodeo coach there at Fort Scott, Kansas. And he was nice enough... Oh, to, at the college? Yep. Oh, yeah. And uh, he was kind of nice enough to kind of see maybe... Mm, my potential, I guess I'm going to say, and yeah. he gave me a, offered me a little s- small scholarship to go up there. So I was kind of already committed to go to Fort Scott right when I snapped my arm. So I didn't get to really participate much till yeah. that next spring. So, but other than that, that was, it was all right. Yeah, learning experience. I can't believe your mom didn't put a stop to it after you snapped your arm. Pretty. Soon into it. <laughs> you know, I just couldn't imagine if, I mean, I have a daughter, but if Carson thought this, I'd be like, no way. <laughs> and I, she was actually, so this is going to sound bad, but when I was younger, like, that's all I wanted to do, especially mm-hmm. like right out of <clears throat> high school and college. And I just kind of wanted to rodeo. And my mom was telling me I needed to get a job and rodeo couldn't pay for itself. And well, then kind of when I started to get pretty decent, I guess that she kind of maybe seen that it could pay for itself and yeah. I could make a little bit of money. And now it's shoes on the other fit. She's always on me for not rodeoing on as much. So <laughs> yeah. She's flip sides. Yeah. Why aren't you doing it as much? You know, it's, I went pretty hard there for quite a few years and it's, I don't want to say burnout, but man, I'm just tired of. Cause you kind of got a name, don't you? And uh, shoot, I don't know. I, mean, I don't, I don't pay attention too much to it. I thought, I mean, I think you you're kinda... on Google. Yeah, well, you know, you can YouTube me, but, uh, <laughs> what place did you get, um, uh, in the world? I think, my God, you're going to get me lying. I think fourth in the world. And that was where I year. ended up in 2017. 17. Yeah. I think fourth in the world and second in the average there at the finals, but. Is that when you thought maybe you were something? <laughs> no. You still didn't? No, I, I'm you're pretty bu- humble. You're bullshitting. <laughs> no, I mean, I always thought, I thought that I knew I had the talent. But ro- rodeos were a very political sport. What do you mean by that? Uh, if you have a name, if or if, if you kind of jump out in the spotlight early, mm-hmm. um, they tend to favor you. You're kind of set for life. Not so much so, but you're set for that year. Yeah. Oh, okay. So to speak, and it it's just weird. And rodeo, she's kind of a fickle fickle person like she'll either treat you really good or she will break you extremely fast as far as money goes sounds just like a normal girl yeah <laughs> pretty much yeah she'll drain you real fast <laughs> but you know and i haven't been going so much things are pretty expensive you know heck it used to cost me 35 40 bucks to fill my truck up you know each time but now it's into the hundreds and yeah it only gets me 300 miles and yeah, yeah. and then when you tack on your your entry fees, and then, so say it's a uh, an $8,000 added rodeo, which means <clears throat> you're only going to get roughly, if you win first, you're roughly going to get like seven, 65, 70% of that $8,000 because it gets split up mm-hmm. probably at least eight holes. Right. So if you go to figuring all that and say that rodeo's, say it's in Denver, let's say it's a one head at Denver and it pays $8,000. Well, for me to get to Denver and back, I've already spent dang near a thousand dollars just in fuel. <laughs> yeah. On top of my entry fees, 
So you've got to place pretty high to even make that money back and mm-hmm. hopefully get some. So I guess age, I, you know, I try to treat it more like a business now, like as far as they're pretty good about um, people knowing those horses pretty well now, especially with mm-hmm. the way they've got that internet set up and stuff. Like you can look up a horse and it'll give its all stats and everything, but you can look that up and be like, well, I know what's going to be out there and the horse I've drawn there's no chance in hell oh, that I'm going to oh, be able to yeah. place, so I'm just going to save my fuel well, money and nice. turn out. Yeah, but if you're like me, you don't have very good luck at drawing good horses, <laughs> so you turn out a lot. Yeah. And, uh, and I've noticed the last few years, it's I've turned out a lot just because it's it doesn't make sense money wise to go there and then spend all that money to maybe place and actually lose money. <laughs> so like so last year, for example, I went to I had a pretty decent horse I thought drawn at Lufkin, Texas. I drive down there, drive back, and I think I split a third and a fourth. And by the time it was all said and done, when I got back home, I had 200 bucks to put back somewhere. Sweet. Yeah, and it paid like <laughs> 930 bucks or something. To, yeah. But yeah. So it, it doesn't make sense to me to yeah. do that. Unless yeah. you've got an outstanding horse that you're like, yeah, you're I'm going to win. So you don't get to, uh, I mean, I don't know anything about it, obviously, but you register or whatever, and do you have to qualify do so you have to how that works is the in the PRCA you buy like your first year you buy what's called a permit and you have to fill that permit money wise which is so it's only a thousand bucks but and then once you fill that permit you have the option to either buy your card then or you can write out that permit the rest of that year and then buy it back again next year and write out on that permit for a second year but after that second year, if you've filled your permit, you have to buy your card if you want back in, which is an extra mm-hmm. 250 bucks. Mm-hmm. And then once you buy your card, you're considered to be on your rookie year. And then they'll kind of, they'll give you, if you're in that rookie race, so to speak, and you win rookie of the year, they'll send you out to Vegas and kind of do a presentation and stuff for you and present you a buckle. And But I never got into that whole rookie <laughs> race deal, so... Because mostly because of the when I was a rookie, a lot of some of the rights were rookies as well, so I knew yeah. that that wasn't gonna happen. Yeah. So, but that's kind of how that works, and you got to buy your card every year, so they automatically take five hundred bucks from you right off the whack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, yeah, and so it's so like if you're where'd you say you're going to Austin? Austin. So yep. how many people do you think were trying to get into that? And how many people are in? So Austin's like a two-week-long rodeo, yeah. and there'll be at least 100 and some contestants there. But how it, many Just are, in the Bronx, right? How many are trying to? Mm. So usually if you have your card, especially like Austin, because it's such a drawn contest there, if you have your card and you enter Austin, you're more than likely going to get in. Yeah. It's f- the guys that have the permits, they may not get into Austin, Yeah. being a bigger rodeo and stuff like that, so... How many times will you ride in Austin? Mm, potentially three times. So they'll give you one horse for what's considered a long round. And then if you make the top so many, they'll bring you back for a semifinal round and then a short round usually is how Austin so works. So do they have 100 horses there? Or does multiple people ride the same one so, on different days? <clears throat> yeah. I so And he'll, what's called subcontracting, so he'll bring in other contractors, you know, to help fill them numbers, but... Usually, some of them horses will buck twice. Yeah. You know, so, which, 
I guess if you could draw a crappy one in a bucks twice, you kind of know what you're getting on, and it's yeah. not yeah. even worth going. So, yeah. fingers crossed, we draw a good one. We'll know here in a few days. So yeah, you don't know till a couple of days before. Yeah, yeah. Usually, so usually, usually they will send out an email telling you what your draw is. Usually, like two to three days before the rodeo actually starts. Mm-hmm. So since I'm not up and it starts next, that rodeo actually starts Thursday. Tomorrow, okay, tomorrow yeah, night. I got you. Then I don't ride till next Saturday, so I'll actually know here pretty quick what my draw is, and I'll have four or five days to figure out if I'm going or not. So, hmm. yeah, it's it's something. Like I said, it'll it'll break you pretty quick, really quick actually, yeah. if you let it. Highs and lows, maybe. There's a for me. There's always seems to be a lot more lows than highs. The highs don't outweigh them. <laughs> nah, come on. <laughs> not this day and age. No. Mm. But when you're younger, heck, you don't care. You're just having fun yeah. and getting to Chasing see amazing girls. places. And it's never much about the girls for me. I I really actually enjoy the different scenery. Like we can talk off off air. So when <laughs> when you drive from like Florida to Washington, let's say, it's a you see some pretty amazing places. Have but, you have you done rodeos in Florida? Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I've done them from literally from Florida to Washington. Why don't you move down there? Hell, man. If you can do it anywhere, you might as well I'd be, be somewhere cool. I'd be a beach cool. bum. <laughs> yeah. I know a few times that I used to travel with a guy. His name was Will Smith, and he was from North Carolina. He's a super cool guy, and uh, usually right around, it would have been last week, I guess. No, heck, it may have been this week, actually. There's a rodeo called uh, Arcadia, Florida, and it's a pretty big rodeo, and it's pretty fun. And we'd always go to Arcadia, and then we'd have like a week in between Arcadia and Montgomery, Alabama, so we would go from like Arcadia, we'd drive down to Key West and stay down there for a few days yeah. and basically be beach bums. And then we'd drive back to get to Montgomery, ride on Montgomery, and then drive all night to get to Austin usually is how we tried to fit that this in. This sounds like, I mean, I didn't think the stereotypes were true, but this sounds like every country song I've ever heard about rodeo. <laughs> it it's is. It's all right. It's all true. Yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> well, rodeo guys have a lifestyle like a truck driver almost. It's just... You ride, you get back in the vehicle, and you haul ass to the next one. Yeah. Especially if you enter it pretty tight. Yeah. Yeah. It's an all day deal. Have you met any famous people? Have you? Do you know any famous people? Do I know any like, famous people? Do you have people? any other numbers? No. You're not on that first name basis. No. 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 I mean, I guess you, it depends on what you consider famous people. Like someone who doesn't know rodeo but would know this guy's name. Kind of like if you don't oh, watch basketball no. but you know Jordan. Yeah. Like. Lane Frost, you know, I know you don't know him, I mean, but. Um, boy, I don't know. I've met some people, but like not actually know them on like a personal basis. Well, who have you met? That's cool. Uh, like D. Snyder from uh, Twisted Sister, met him in Vegas one time. Cool. We rode an L there together. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. spectacular. <laughs> and I sad part is I didn't even realize who it was until like I was fixing to get off. I was like, holy hell, you're D. Snyder, aren't you? He's like, yeah, man, yeah. <laughs> and he is all like. Typical, like what you would imagine, had his bleach blonde hair yep. curly and a freaking leather vest on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit, you're D. Snyder. Sweet. Yeah. So, but uh, other than that, to say famous people, not, not that much. I know of, no. Well, you say you don't really make any money, but Google says otherwise because I stalked you on Google. Well, that's like <laughs> my whole entire career, though. And the only reason I'm saying this. Is because anyone can find it on Google. Right. So I'm sure you don't have a problem with it. <laughs> but you've won about it's half a million. Public. Yeah, that's my entire... 
and you know, and about three hundred thousand of that was one time, right? Yeah, well, two hundred fifty thousand of it was at one time. So when was that? Let's talk about that. That was when you got fourth. Yeah, in at the NFR. Yeah. At the NFR. Yeah. So, so at that time, it paid at uh, paid twenty five thousand to win a round, and I won two rounds, and I placed in eight out of the ten rounds. So, so that was your total check. Yeah, and then so I had like a hundred and six thousand coming into the finals one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually had the lowest rodeo count of all contestants at the finals. I think I had like 68 rodeos is all that I'd went to that year. Mm-hmm. And normally everybody else will have, you know, high 70s, high 80s. Some will even have maxed out at 100. Like it's, they, it's they a couple max a week. You. Yeah, they max you at a, 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 a who, 100 is what they max you at. You can go mm-hmm. to more, but they're only going to count 100 rodeos right. towards the finals. Will that be your best 100? So if uh, you do 110, no. so you got You actually got to designate. So oh. like when you enter it, mm. you can what before, they call before you see how you. Yeah. yeah. So when you enter it, you can unofficial it, which mm. means it wouldn't count towards the finals. And a lot of people it'll screw them sometimes yeah. when they do that. But I've never had a problem of. I never went to 100 rodeos yeah. a year. But anyway, go ahead. <clears throat> so anyways, when we were there, it was uh, eight rounds out of ten that I placed, and then I placed second in the average, which. To win the average pays fifty thousand, so it was like a thirty-eight thousand dollar, forty thousand dollar check, just bam, right there. Sweet. But it's roughly a hundred and fifty some thousands what I won there in Vegas in ten days, just in Vegas. That's crazy. So, but I thought it was two fifty total for the year. Oh, that was I'd one won. year. Yeah. So you won one fifty in Vegas. Mm-hmm. So. Do they literally give you a check? Is it like a direct deposit? Uh, just direct deposit. So how long did it take to get the money? Mm, it was in there within a few days. What's it like waking up and seeing two hundred or one hundred and fifty grand? Well, it was actually a panic for me to, because <laughs> by the time I got home, so I, when I had left Vegas, they have a what's called the Chase Hawks Memorial Bronc Ride in, in Billings, Montana. So I'd finished round ten in Vegas. Woke up the next morning. I drove all the way to Billings, Montana to ride at this Chase Hawks memorial deal. Mm-hmm. And by the time I got back home, it was like December 26th. I got home the day after Christmas. Nice old Christmas present. And I had to spend a lot of money mm-hmm. before the 1st of January, so the government didn't, yeah. you know, That's a good problem. That's a good problem to have. And so it was a mad panic to try to figure out what to just buy that I could right buy on. real quick, yeah. which is how I got that razor that you know of. Oh, yeah. That I eventually sold. But did you but, get a truck? Nothing. I mean, no, I had. What did you have to spend? Fifty. Uh, I think when I walked out the Polaris place, it was thirty-two thousand. But I mean, that's how much you wanted to spend was around thirty, thirty-two. I wanted to spend as much as possible. I had to get my numbers below a hundred thousand because mm-hmm. if I didn't, if I was above a hundred thousand, then it puts me in a different tax bracket, yeah. and I had to pay like thirty-three percent or something mm. crazy. So I bought that, and I bought like a trailer to haul it on, and paid some stuff off. And I still end up having to write the government a forty-two thousand dollars check. That that hurt. That sucks. That's tough. But in which I invested some of it. Like I, since I'm self-employed technically, Mm -hmm. I could invest. I invested up to a quarter of it in like a SEP IRA and stuff. This, but so it sits there collecting some money. But yeah, it's it's not like you could take off work for a year after that. Mm, I actually, I rodeoed for the entire next year and didn't have to worry about... That's pretty sweet. Yeah, and I still had some money left over after that year, so... Yeah. 
I mean, it worked out. It's all gone now, but <laughs> not that IRA. <laughs> not that IRA. That, even that razor's gone though. What'd you do with that money? Uh, I paid some other stuff off <laughs> and put the rest of it back. Just like I said, it. I never even intentionally wanted to keep that razor. I just bought it just because yeah. I need to get rid of some money. You didn't quick. even ride it that much, did you? No, it had. Uh, and I didn't even realize how to look at it. It had 19 hours on it. <laughs> <laughs> didn't you ride it up here for Lauren's wedding? Or no, you didn't? I didn't. No, no. I, Where did I see you on it? I thought I saw it. Uh, is that David's one time? Okay. I drove it I up there. Well, I didn't drive. I hauled it up there to David's, and then. Uh, Come on, you couldn't even drive it to David's. <laughs> no, right? It's like, like ten miles, fifteen you, miles. Not even that. Yeah. When you cut across <laughs> dirt roads. Yeah. But yeah, I hauled it up there, but paid and drive around and stuff. Was it? A, it was a turbo, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, two seater turbo. Yep. It was too fast for me. I scared myself when I first rolled it off the trailer and I punched it and mm-hmm. it got a little out of control. Yeah. I thought, I'm going to kill myself on this thing. Yeah. So yeah. how how old were you when all that happened? When you won all that? I would have been 28, I think is what I was. Yeah. 28 years old. Yeah. So you're what, 33, 32? Just turned 34, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was trying to do some quick math, but... I think that's how old. I, think yeah. 28, I was fixing to be 29, I think, when that, yeah. when that went on, so... Did your whole family go out to Vegas? They did. And I was actually surprised my dad went because he, he hates crowds and people. <laughs> and he stayed far away from, he stayed actually in his uh, living quarters trailer in the outskirts of Vegas, yeah. out there where they keep the bucking horse mm-hmm. and stuff, which is pretty cool. Like it's up against the mountains and stuff. But yeah, he stayed out there in his trailer. He didn't, he needed, <laughs> he would drive to the South Point Hotel, hop on the bus that would drive you to the yep. Thompson Mac. He'd watch me ride and then immediately leave. That's like no you fun. Even, you wouldn't even stay for. Are the you rest boring of like that, or are you fun? Oh, I, I don't mind hanging out. But you, I, I don't like a whole lot of people. But I, still I probably don't. would have took ten, twenty grand and put it all on black if I won one hundred fifty <laughs> in <laughs> Vegas. You got to, I feel like, because no. I mean, that's even if you lose, that's a that's a ten thousand dollars story. Oh, absolutely. But, no. So, so talking about that betting deal. So the first night, so we have to get there like three days before the rodeo actually starts. Yeah. You know, like we got check in, and then they do like a back number ceremony and rehearsals and all sorts of crap but anyways first night we get there all of us bronc riders kind of met down in the lobby and we just went out and gambled or partied or you know whatever well when we get there sterling crawley hadn't been there 30 minutes and not he may not even been there that that long it, mm-hmm. he was there long enough to put a hundred dollar bill in a machine <laughs> yeah. hit max bet and he won fifteen thousand. Sweet. Oh my First day. I'm just like, how the hell do you do that? And he's like, ah, oh, man, you either win or you lose. I'm like, I can't <laughs> force myself to just roll in a hundred and hit max bet one time and be gone or you win. Mm-hmm. I wonder what the max. It, it was a hundred dollar bet. It, yeah, he put a hundred dollar bill in a freaking yeah slot machine. I mean, I, I know he hit max bet. I didn't know there was any. I mean, I've never been to Vegas. But yeah, the and biggest he, thing I've ever seen is a max bet's like eight dollars. He at the hit it again two nights later. And won like another twelve thousand. Jeez, some people are like that though. <laughs> yeah, some people are lucky. You tell me about it. I've got to go. My rule is fifteen. <laughs> my rule is fifteen minutes. I only play lucky ducks. <laughs> <laughs> I max bet. I put. You got to put sixty machine. in. You got to put sixty in minimum. I think because I think that if you put twenty in, the system knows you're kind of like already screwed, and they're like, oh, yeah, mm, don't let. We're going to take this. So I put bucks. a minimum of sixty in. Max bet three times on the lucky duck. If you don't win, go to the next one. Only play lucky ducks in and out 15 minutes. Last couple of times I've done okay. Paid for a pistol, 
hey. won like five, six hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah. It was five, six hundred bucks. That's yeah. good, man. On the way home from a wedding, we stopped in for about 15 minutes. Just got to, you just got to know when to quit. <laughs> it's like the song. Man, I, I feel bad when I lose 20 bucks. Me too. I don't I mean, like losing money, no. so I don't like Well, nobody bet. likes it, but. Like, I don't get enjoyment out of it, though. Like, some people will be like, oh, I lost 20. I'll, I'll make it back later. I'm yeah. like, I lost 20. I need to get the hell out of here oh, now. That's yeah. me. I can't do that. Start this. thinking you could have bought a couple beers with exactly. it. Exactly. Oh, literally a couple at yeah. the casino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Still, I'd get more enjoyment out of that yeah. than just, there goes yeah. 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but. So, you grew up in Welch, right? I grew up in Welch, yes. Born and raised. Okay. Do you have siblings? I have an older sister. She's five years older than me. So, what does that make her? 39. Mm-hmm. Just turned 39 in February. So What does she do? She works for the electric company there in Stillwater. She does oh. billing and yeah, all sorts of stuff. Pretty she much. She married. She got you. Got little nieces and nephews. I got three little nieces. Oh boy! Tell yeah. us about them. Eesh, where to begin? Uh, the oldest. How old are they? Don't get me lying. That's a terrible <laughs> question. Are they little? Or are they like, like middle school? One would be either eight or nine, and one would be. Mm, like five, and then the other's like four. Yeah. The four-year-old was a unplanned one, kind of an accident. Yeah. My sister was on suicide watch for a few days, I'm pretty sure, just panicking. <laughs> she didn't <laughs> want three. What did they do? Exactly. <laughs> three and girls, it, too. And then it <laughs> came out to be a girl, and it was like extra panicky. Her poor husband. Yeah, which... <laughs> four, I like, on, four on one. Yeah, which they're divorced now. Oh. But for the best, I think, like... I don't have a problem with. It. I actually liked him, and they—he is a great dad. Yeah. But yep. him and my sister just kind of got to the point where they didn't really get along much. And yeah. So, but they get along good now. So I think it's like one of the deals. You know how you get along better mm-hmm. as friends than you there do you as a, a couple. So it works out for them so far. So. What do they call you? Uh, Uncle Chad. Uncle Chad. So your rodeo name is Hardy. What? Hardy. Yep. How'd you get that name? Was so, it before the singer? Who got I it first? I say rodeo name. Doesn't your family call you? Yeah, that's all my dad has ever called okay, me. Yeah. I've actually never heard my dad call me Chad. Never in his life. Yeah, that's kind of how I am. I've never heard my dad <laughs> call me Isaac. It's always been Ike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think originally like my dad, so where the name came from, there was a guy that ran a ranch out there in Amarillo. And his name at the time when dad was probably 18 or 19, his name was Hardy Gordon. And he was super duper nice to my dad, apparently, from what I hear dad tell the story. And he had no reason, like, didn't know dad from Adam, but just treated him with a lot of respect. And for some reason, dad always apparently liked that name. And in the back of my mind, I think that dad probably wanted to name me Hardy. Yeah. And mom was like, Your mom said, hell no. no. <laughs> we are not naming him Hardy. Name. And well, then, that's... so dad just has always called me Hardy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my sister, he's always called Biggin. <laughs> Because when she was born, she was teeny tiny. And yeah. he just said, man, isn't she a biggin? And yeah. it just stuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's always called her biggin. But so dad's pretty big on nicknames. But <laughs> And then so why everybody in the rodeo world has called me Hardy is because when you first buy your card, you got to fill out all this crap on this paper. And mm-hmm. it says your first name, last name. Well, below that, it says nickname. Well, I just assumed that my nickname's yeah. Hardy, 
not knowing that that's, that's what, what they call, call you. you. Yeah. <laughs> so I fill it out and send them my 500 bucks. And a couple of weeks later, I get my card and it says Hardy. I'm like, oh, cool. It's got my nickname on the bottom of it. <laughs> and then the first shorty will go, do they announce Hardy Braden? I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Everybody knows me as Chad, you know. But since then, so from that point on, everybody's just known me as Hardy. Yeah, and that's pretty cool. It's kind of fun. It used to be pretty fun, but everybody's caught on to it now. But uh, So like Jake and Jesse Wright, who are twins, they knew me and while I was in college. They knew me as Chad. So then when Hardy started coming about, they always thought I had a brother. I mean, they thought I had oh, a brother for years. Yeah. And then finally they were like, who the hell is this Chad? You know, because I was always being around and everybody's saying Hardy. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, that's me. And they're like, no. I said, yeah, that's, Hardy's just a nickname. Yeah. You're like, what the hell? We're like, for like three years, we thought you had a brother. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, this is the same person. <laughs> and uh, well, there's an announcer, actually, uh, that Boyd Pohemus or wherever, he's kind of a, anyways, <laughs> he's announced the finals <laughs> a lot. Yeah. And uh, one year at Colorado Springs, Colorado Springs had branched outside of the PRCA. So they were just kind of considered to be like an open rodeo, but not really. Like all your big PRCA guys would showed up. Well, when I entered it, I entered it as Chad Braden, like I do all the time, and just assuming that they would know me as Hardy. Oh. And so anyways, I'm crawling down on this horse, and Boyd is announcing. And Boyd has known me and seen me for years now. And this stupid son of a bitch says... Up next is Chad Braden. His heart or his brother Hardy Braden has made the NFR. And I turn around and look at I said, You got to be shitting me, Boyd. So I rode that day as Hardy's brother, Chad Braden. And I'm just like, You gotta be you can't make this crap up. So it was actually fun for a while to fuck with people, you know, yeah. and tell them that I had a brother and yeah. stuff like that. But everybody's yeah. caught on, so that joke's long gone now. Yeah, yeah when I first was around you or met you, I was like, Dad, what am I supposed to call him? <laughs> what do you call him? Do I yeah. say Chad or Hardy? Yeah. Which one? I answer to anything, though. Yeah. I really do. So, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So that's how I got my nickname. And So are you wanting to, I mean, are you? is the goal always to do rodeo full-time? No, I'll be done here in the next few years. Really? I think so, unless something turns around and it becomes like really exciting and fun again, but what are you gonna do? <clears throat> I don't know yet. When you hang it up, you miss Tress. I so <laughs> the other day, so the other day, I Tress, figured you'd want to. <laughs> Tress messages me and he said, "Hey, what's your dad's number again?" And he's asked me like five times what his number is, and I'll send it to him. Get get it together, camera. <laughs> and, uh, so, anyways, I said, "Yeah, man, his number's the same nine one eight two four four. Like I just blanked. Well, I gave you my number accidentally. Well, then he calls me. I'm like, what the hell is he calling me for? You better not say your number out loud. Yeah, I can cut that no, out. That's all right. Well, I, well, I answered it, and uh, he's like, uh, Butch? I said, no, Trez, this is me. I was like, oh, crap, I gave you my number, man. I'm sorry. And he's like, oh, yeah, uh, I was just trying to get a hold of your dad. You're like, I know. I was like, I know. I said, no, his number's yada, yada, yada. And so... 
But yeah, he he asks me about it once a month. Hey, what's your dad's <laughs> number? Because he can't get a hold of him because dad never answers his phone. Because you know, he doesn't want to talk. Because <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, hey, what's your dad's number? Is it the same? I'm like, yes, Tris. It's this, been the same for Just 15 years. Just keep going, I guess. <laughs> uh, but so to say I miss him, yeah, I kind of miss. I don't miss his temper tantrums. I'm getting mad, but. <laughs> it, See, I only I only get him in his highs. I don't get him in his lows, you know, because I'm just popping in for five minutes, his lows saying highs. He's not gonna he's like just, us oh, talking what's going about on? him. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> he, <laughs> uh, he'll love it. Trust. There's millions listening. This is you are we famous. Wish. Trust Biggs. But no, heck, I talk about Trust quite often. He's, yeah, you get a I, laugh if nothing else. You'll get a laugh. I think he's one of the most kind-heartedest person. Like if he likes you, he'll do anything for you. Yeah. But yeah. if you don't like it, he's probably just going <laughs> to kick rocks on you. <laughs> yeah. Type of deal. Yeah. But that's, hey, at least he doesn't play any games, right? Exactly. At least he's honest. <laughs> you know what you're getting with him. Yeah, yeah you do. And there's no, there's people, no BS. There's people like that's kind of rare these days. They'll yeah. be fake to your face. and then, Yeah. But he's not that way. He's going to tell you how it is. and You might not like it. What do you think so? So, funny story. I don't know if I can tell the story about what happened in the shop one time. Go for it. <laughs> So this random guy, we're going to say a random guy shows up, <laughs> gets his car worked on, and he's an older gentleman, a little senile. Well, anyways, Peyton works, fixes his car, transmission was screwed up in it, so they put a new transmission in it, and uh, this guy comes, gets it, wasn't gone 30 minutes, comes back says that his pistol's missing out of here and Peyton stole it. <laughs> he was accusing Peyton of stealing this pistol. And Peyton was really nice to begin with. He's like, no, sir, I didn't take your pistol. There wasn't a pistol in there. There, I swear to God, I didn't touch nothing. Bull crap. And this guy kind of bows up to Peyton. And I remember Peyton walking back to the office. That's when your dad was working in the <laughs> office still. And Peyton says, Dad, you better get out here. <laughs> Something's fixing to happen. <laughs> So David gets up and walks out there and he goes, well, you know, what's going on? Well, this guy immediately just bails off into David telling that Peyton's a thief and stole his pistol and all this stuff. And I'm sitting there in the middle of this. I'm like, oh, I kind of like backpedal my way out of this situation. I peek my head around the corner on the shop where Tress works at. And I said, Tress, somebody's fixing it. Like, might need some muscle. Yeah, I said, you might want to go up there and watch just in case. And immediately, like, you can see this cog switch over in Tress's head. And he's he's like, been waiting for this moment. Yeah, like his <laughs> eyes get bugged and like he gets his boat up mad look. He's he like, doesn't even know why he's, he's mad, like, but he's mad. What's happening? I said, well, that old crazy guy is blaming Peyton that he stole his pistol. And Trace goes, oh, he better not. He said, I ain't afraid to beat an old man's ass. And I was like, no, this woke. I don't think it's to that point yet. Well, anyways, long story short, uh, David finally convinces this guy the truth of what happened, this guy took his pistol out when he brought the truck in there. <laughs> to David avoid was like, this exact situation. Yeah, David was like, I seen you grab your pistol out and take it with you. Nobody stole your pistol. Oh, bullshit. And this guy's going <laughs> off in the garage. And this eventually got this old guy calmed down and left. And uh, he came back and didn't even apologize. This is what blows me away. He comes back in the shop maybe that next afternoon and was like, oh, hey, uh, I found that pistol. Uh, truck's running great. Thanks. And just leaves. And David was just like, my God, thank God he's gone. But that was the, 
that blew my mind. I was like, oh my god! And I walked back there. And I was like, Tris, you're never gonna believe what's going on. I love, I love <laughs> those type of people though. Like, like you said, Tress. I mean, he's pissed and he doesn't even know why. Doesn't even know he's why. He's just ready to go. He to is war. ready for a freaking battle. Like, <laughs> and I love that about him. Oh yeah, that's, like that's the best. Like if I had, there's two people that I know of that if things went south and I needed somebody to bow up. Tress would be number one on the list. There's another guy that I know named Bob Jarman would Mm -hmm. be second on the list. And a friend of mine, Seth Riley, (laughs) would be number three on my list. He's some good muscle to have behind you. (laughs) So we had this good conversation last night about uh, Seth's fighting skills. (laughs) He said, said, I don't know if you've ever seen that episode where Bart Simpson fights Mike Tyson, but he's just sitting there taking punches going, boop. Until Mike wears himself out, and then mm-hmm. he yeah. says, "Sit down." You know, that's my fighting style. He said, "I'll just take punches to the face till the other guy wears out." So, there you tired. yeah. But no, Trace, he's good stuff. Trace, oh Trace. Does he think that you don't know his name? He did, yeah. <laughs> he but, thought you knew. It. He thought that you thought it was Trace. Yeah, I like Trace. It's and just the way I was always saying it, it still sounds like I say Trace, but I'm really saying Tress, like T R E S, like it's spelt, but. Yeah. So therefore, when he first started working there, he, uh, <laughs> I was calling him Tress. Well, then he, he hinted that something that his name was Tress, not Trace. And I said, yeah, that's what I'm saying, Trace. Just <laughs> <laughs> kept on going with it. Well, the next morning I show up and he's got this piece of painter's tape over his shirt and it has his name <laughs> spelled name on it. I didn't even, I just acted like I didn't see it and I just kept calling him Trace the whole time. <laughs> 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 then I think it's either David or Peyton made the comment about, you know, if he'd seen his name tag, how it's pronounced Tress and not Trace. And I was like, yeah, I, I see him, but I'm still calling him Trace just for shits and gigs now. <laughs> and every time I still, yeah, it just comes out of my mouth as Trace. Yeah, it's. I think it's more catchy. Yeah. I think you should consider Trace. But I don't know how many times, like when he calls in those metal orders, <laughs> his name, you know, and who is this? This is Tress. Spelt like trespassing. <laughs> he says that. T R E S. like trespassing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is, it's true. That's the way you spell it. But it's like they're probably going to get it anyway. <laughs> it's not very hard. Yeah, no, it's not trace. It's tress, like trespassing. You just got them, you just got them all nervous. Yeah, but it's, I like him. I like him a lot. Oh, God. Well, but. I was talking to Lauren asking if she had any good questions for me to ask you. And she said, you do leather work? Yeah, I do, actually. You what know, do you do? Tell us about that. I uh, build saddles, build shaps, uh, leggings, purses. About per- anything Purses? Yeah. Hmm. I did not know It's more like that. a hobby. Can yeah. you, can you um, I'll get you my measurements, but can we do some assless chaps? <laughs> yeah, that's what I specialize okay. in. Assless chaps. All right. Are there chaps with the, with the back? Or does everyone, because I mean, everyone it, calls everyone them assless chaps, but. Yeah, it's because it's a joke. Okay. Yeah, they don't make actually. That'd just be I, pants, bud. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, why do they have to specify <laughs> assless? Because it's just funny. And we're going to go ahead and clear this up right now. It's actually pronounced chaps. Oh, is it? Yeah, like S-H due to being a Spanish word. Oh. That's, yeah. that's a little fun fact. It is. Full fact. So what are your other hobbies other than leather working? Mm, just do you do anything? Cowboying. You don't do anything fun on the weekends? Not really, no. Come on. I'm kind of a fun hater, Ike. Why? You, you are. You know this. You are. Because, I don't believe that. Yeah, because I always want you to come up. I mean, every now and again I'll cut loose, but it's like once in a 
blue moon. We might have to get you up here this weekend and drink some beers. Well, I was up here for uh, Lauren's wedding. Yeah, dude, that was or like not three years ago. Lauren's wedding. Uh, <laughs> gosh, dang it. What? Uh, you worked at the birthday up. party. Uh, Stormy's. Stormy's birthday party. Oh, how long? What, yeah, what was that? that? Was like uh, yeah. right after we had Carson. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't really count for me. I was busy. Yeah, well, I wasn't. So you know, <laughs> let's, uh, let's drink some beers this that weekend. Was the, uh, You're going to have to come up. That was the blue moon I was talking about. <laughs> I stayed here till like 4 o'clock in the morning. Did you really? Yeah. Oh At Payton's? Yeah. It was me, Payton. Uh, oh, my gosh. Stormy's sister stayed out oh, there. Shayla. Yeah. Shayla stayed out there mm-hmm. She has. She's a good time when she, yeah. She, when oh, we got there. into like a, not me and her, but everybody has a collective group <laughs> kind of ganged up on her because she was talking about how... Uh, Jake Paul was like this mm-hmm. master boxer, and everybody's like, "No, absolutely not." Who was it? Was Colby out there? Yes. You get Colby and Peyton on a team. They'll gang. I mean, they'll gang up it on was, anybody. It was ruthless. Yeah, <laughs> I almost felt bad. I was like, "Oh my god, we're, you almost team, You almost started defending Jake Paul just <laughs> for Shayla. <laughs> She's the only one in the just room. Just to help her out. Just getting it from every direction. Just, oh yeah. bullshit! Oh. She can handle her own. <laughs> yeah, me and her have had some pretty good debates over the years. She scares me, actually. Does she? Yeah. Kind of got that intimidating look. Yeah, like she's not afraid to. Like you kind of just like you kind of just assume that she's like an authority figure. Yeah, I don't know. Because her mom is a principal, and yeah, I don't really see it like that. I just see like like the the look on her face says, "Don't (laughs) fuck with me, or I will kill you." (laughs) Yeah, I read that off her face. There you go. Where Stormy's just like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And I love it so. They're complete yeah. opposites. Yeah. Yep. They mm-hmm. are. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I do leather work. To answer your specific question, I, I do didn't, leather work. I didn't know that. Because Lauren said that. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. I keep it on the down low. Oh, sorry. Why? You guys. don't want to make a bunch of money? Do <clears throat> you can't make a bunch of money in leather. Come on. You Why don't you pick something you can that then? Stuff That's a, everything you do, you say you okay, can't make Okay, so money. number one, leather's like a lost art, right? So there's not too many people that do that stuff anymore. That I would think that would make you name your own price. Kind of, but then not. So like in the saddle world, since everything is made on an assembly line almost, and you can buy anything you want for $1,200, yeah. I can't even begin to make a saddle for $1,200. Mm-hmm. So when I tell people like what it costs for a basic saddle, they're like, oh my God, no way. I could buy so-and-so for $1,200. Is it, is it actually that much better quality than off the line? Oh, yeah. It is? Yeah. So like most of you are just, Random saddles that you'll buy at like um, NRS or something like that. The trees that are made in them are not as high quality, so to speak. A lot of them aren't. We're going to have to talk to our but connection some of them over are. NRS. She does the trailer side of it. Oh. Yeah. Now they do make some. Now if if you ask for a specific saddle from NRS, you know, one that's, they make some high quality stuff too, but like the lower end like twelve hundred, fifteen hundred dollar saddles, they're just kind of spit off the an assembly line, so to speak. Yeah, right. So it's kind of comes with about anything, you know, handmade, custom stuff. It you're gonna pay for it. Yeah, you yeah, have to. but it's yeah, but I mean, it's worth it so if it's that much. Usually lasts quality. a lot longer. Yeah. So surely the people that are serious about it, oh, will I buy would one. think so. But I just I don't really put it out there much because <clears throat> I don't want to be stuck in that leather shop twenty four seven. Yeah, it's. And a guy told me one time, especially when I was younger, I kind of thought I wanted to do the leather work, and he told me one, and he does phenomenal leather work, used to, but he got burned himself out on it. And he told me some advice at one time. He said, you know, if you 
if you have to force yourself to be in the leather shop, he said, you'll hate it and you'll never want to do it again. Yeah, kind of, I feel like that's kind of goes with anything. Yeah, and he said, so when you feel like doing something, do it till you, you don't feel like doing it and then take yeah. a break, walk away from it. So that's kind of yeah. why I don't really put it out there a whole lot because I don't want to be stuck in there 24-7 thinking I got to get this stuff done and hating it. And then my quality goes down. But it's a nice little extra money sometimes. Heck yeah. Yeah, no, it's cool. Yeah, so it usually takes me like, uh, on average, I can get a pair of leggings done in about a week as long as I got everything there and nothing's back ordered or anything. But yeah, and it's 850 bucks for a basic pair of leggings. So There you go. Yeah. So it's... When you need cash kind of in a pinch, it's it's not too yeah. bad. Yep. Yeah. So what's next? Are you ever gonna get a re- Are you ever gonna do a real job? Quote air quotes. Are you gonna settle down? Are you uh, gonna I'll probably always do something that I can be like self employed with. Yeah. So to speak. Yeah. I don't ever want to get a real job. Yeah. I'll never get one. You know, but like, you might work for somebody, say, but no, I don't. I re- I'm serious. I don't ever want a real job. I kind of. Yeah. I do my own thing. Yeah. Exactly. I, I mean, it's and yeah, and once you do life, it, it's I like, it. yeah, once you do it for a while, and it's like, oh you, my gosh. Exactly. I mean, yeah, if you're not at work, you're not getting paid, but at the same time, it's real nice not having to ask anybody. Exactly. It's like, hey, self, I'm going to be gone next week. Yeah. Is that cool? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I love it, man. I Having to answer to somebody, I wake up in a hot sweat sometimes thinking about it. Yeah, true. It's, yeah. I mean, I don't mind. Like, I loved working for your dad. Mm-hmm. Like, it was fun. <clears throat> but and then things got kind of busy there, and I couldn't go back for a yeah. little bit. But hopefully I didn't burn that bridge, and if he ever needed help, I can oh, go back. Oh, you did. And he, yeah, yeah I wouldn't. I figured so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. David Lay, he's, oh, he's mean. Yeah, I figured so. He can hold a grudge, and he is with you. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That's what I like to hear. So, last finishing questions oh boy you got a girlfriend i know all of our single listeners that we have are you gonna know. do and don't give some cowboy answer where you're like oh man i love them all and you know give us the real scoop i would that never say that. Like that give us the real scoop uh, here on big hill small talk exclusive who's your girlfriend? tell us first well, I'm not going to tell you who it is, but i actually am talking to somebody oh, oh i like it it's like the first time in like seven years so it's Taking my it dad, slow. My dad was really go. wanting to uh, introduce you to my sister at our wedding. Yeah, I remember you showed that. up you with You brought a date. a date. I didn't show up with a date. Yes, no, you did. Oh, hey, his girlfriend might be listening. No, oh. I don't, actually, I don't think he did. I didn't show up with that date. Wink. Yes, you did. I. She did not ride with me there. She was just Dude, there. no one knew her no. but you. Bull <laughs> crap. <laughs> No. Yeah, you're right. I'm oh, hang sorry. on. Wait, wait. You're yes. talking about Lauren. <laughs> I'm talking about you're, Lauren. You're, yeah, I did show up with a date. You, you showed up with a date <laughs> in my wedding because I was like, <laughs> yeah, I did. who is this? Yeah, I'm talking about bringing. my, yeah, because my yeah. dad was like, oh, this chat guy sounds cool. Yeah. You know, he's always trying to play matchmaker. Oh, of course. Yeah. He really is. With everyone, not just, <laughs> I mean, everyone. I mean, he'll, he could meet you today and be like, oh, my cousin John would be, or like, if it's some chick, like, oh, yeah. oh. Wouldn't she be perfect? For, it's like, dude, why do you gotta? I mean, he loves <laughs> he, to he play loves matchmaker. Yeah. yeah, I mean, maybe he gets enjoyment out of it, making somebody. Well, else you happy. ruined it. But ah, well, it led you to this new girl. Is yeah, she a cowgirl? Uh, yeah, she actually ropes. She team ropes. There you go. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I mean, I guess I don't know. So I said, all of our single listeners, just kidding. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you ever rodeo in North Carolina? I never have went over on like the. 
I don't really consider Florida the East Coast, even though it is, but like yeah, East, East, like Northeast Coast, yeah. I don't really, I don't care to go over there. The reason I ask is for some reason, our second highest listeners is tied between Missouri and North Carolina. Really? Yeah, and I'm not sure why. <laughs> We've also got like a couple in Italy and the <laughs> Philippines. Hey. I don't know why. I, they must have just stumbled upon it and accidentally, <laughs> accidentally clicked hey, it. Don't, and they probably listened to like five seconds us. and was like, oh, hold on. I was trying to find something else. <laughs> but we do. But North so, Carolina, there are there's some good listeners. You see, that's where uh, that's where my, I guess he's ex-traveling partner, but really good friend of mine. That's where he lives now. What's his name? Will you Smith. Have to say it. Oh, oh, okay. Will Smith. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The white, he'd always introduce himself as the white Will Smith. <laughs> but. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe he'll listen, <laughs> and, he'll, and he'll take make him listen so that he can break the tie with Missouri. <laughs> Wait, they're tied. Send up. it to him. Yeah, they're tied. You have him to listen. Yeah, <laughs> or just download. He's it. actually like a listen. preacher now, or uh, uh, preacher's not the right word because he went to whatever Duke University, like whatever religion that is. is I think it's Catholic, right? Yeah, uh, maybe I don't know. Google it, Cameron. I know, like Notre Dame's Catholic. I, I thought. Du- I think Duke is Catholic. But so would like a deacon but I just, be yeah, Catholic? Yeah, yeah, deacon. Okay. So, so that that's like right before priest. Yeah, yeah I yeah. just don't hear a lot of cowboys that partied in Me Vegas either. turning into priests. But and that's this cool. this guy, when I say was a party animal, <laughs> it was a party animal. Yeah, like he drank more Keystone than he did water. It was yeah. an everyday deal. He'd get up, uh, smoke on some Mary Jane every morning, <laughs> and smoke it throughout the day. He'd had like long hippie hair yeah. when he went to college. And then uh, he actually went to college uh, with a degree in religion. But then he ripped his shoulder out like too many times. And the doctors told him like, if it happens again, you're going to have no use of your shoulder because there's nothing to screw to. Like he has 14 anchors holding his shoulder yeah. together now. So he called it quits, enrolled in whatever part of Duke University that is like the religion part of it. I'm trying God to remember is, what it's called. Uh, I can't remember. He's told me several times, and I can't remember it. Where you become a deacon yes. and then a priest. Yeah. It's so, on the tip of my tongue. I uh, know. I know you don't no know. Idea. I'm just looking at you. Um, gosh dang it. But yeah, that's what he did. And as doing now, I mean, he's married, which. Well, he can't be married. It's, it wouldn't be Catholic then. No. You can't be married and be a priest. I don't think it's Catholic. Maybe but he's it's a something monk. To, no, it ain't that. Even. Monks <laughs> can't marry. Oh, they can't? Huh? No. They got a... Like, this says... I thought... I don't know. Do like a vow. United that's, Methodist that's Church. Maybe. Oh, that's what Duke yeah. is? I think so, yeah. Okay. But, yep. I think so that he's, is. So he like will, he'll be a pastor. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. But yeah, he's married. Like, So if you were to see him or even hang out with him a little bit, like Seth Riley loves this guy. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that, he's, speaks, he's a that blast. speaks enough for him. <laughs> but <clears throat> like... It, Oh my God! I'm trying to think how many years we were together, like known each other. You know, I was in college when I met him, and then he rode it he with went to me. Fort Scott. No, or you he actually went to like rodeo. Missouri Valley. Yeah, and then when he graduated Missouri Valley, he moved out to Goodwill and just bummed off people's couches. Like he had no reason to be there. <laughs> Again, all these cowboy stereotypes. Yeah, so but true. he he wasn't even going to school there. He just bummed on everybody's couches because Panhandle went and like us guys went and rodeoed quite a bit you know, away from school. Well, he'd come out there to rodeo. And and then from there, <clears throat> he started rodeoing with us, and he stayed with me till like, 2017 when he retired, and then went over there, went to school at Duke, got his degree to be a preacher or whatever it is. 
Well, that entire time he was with me, I'd never seen... He had one girlfriend one time. She was not a good girl for him to be around, so to speak. And that was the only other girl that I'd ever seen him with. Yeah. So he was not not really like a ladies' man. Like, <laughs> he would, like, throw his shot. Mm-hmm. And if they declined it, he's like, ah, fuck you then. And he'd go on. <laughs> <laughs> so he ends up marrying this girl <clears throat> out there, and she... Like, he, he nailed down a winner. Oh, there you go. Like, her parents, apparently, as I've heard through the grapevine, owns, like, a Fortune 500 company. Sweet. And you don't have to worry about nothing. Yeah, there you Got go. Got to lie. So, I'm super happy for him, <laughs> which is awesome. I was like, God, but Maybe your all is your people, girlfriend Is your girlfriend rich? No. Is she a Walton or something? I wish, but no, she's not. In the peak of your rodeo career in the nfr how many buckle bunnies were trying to just chase you hmm i think you're full of shit when you say you didn't chase them back no they really weren't my thing like i don't that's such a i like the ones that are like type thing to say that's what that's like no uh, it's really not i like the ones that kind of like play hard to get maybe yeah Buckle bunnies don't play hard to get i like the ones that play hard to get also (laughs) me yeah i like that too. Yeah, like it's the challenge, right? Yeah, well, when they're when camera. they're literally run up to you and be like, <laughs> "He only chased me chased. for six years." <laughs> that could, that's debatable. Some the story goes both <laughs> ways. Both ways. I, I don't I've heard. So. I've heard so many. It's so split. That's like I I, I could believe either way. Honestly, mm-hmm. you ask right. some people, uh, right. you ask other people. Uh, <laughs> Let's just ask your parents. They'll you know how it is. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, they'll back you. They back you for everything. It's what it's just how it they goes. should. That's how it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they know. They know. Yeah, <laughs> I'll I'll let her have it because it'll be a cute story for Carson. A cute there you story go. for Carson. <laughs> Is the little man growing up? Is he getting big fast? She. She. Yeah. I thought it was a boy. No. Oh, Lauren has the boy. I thought you had a boy too, though. I thought Peyton no. was the only one with the girls. No, Wade's nope. the only boy. You guys are gonna have to work on that. I know. No, We're Lauren trying. can work on that. But I could have sworn you guys had. A boy and Peyton was the only one with girls. And that's because you want to come up on the blue moons. <laughs> that is a fact. Well, that's everyone right. thinks she's a boy because of her name, and I didn't even think her name was I, that yeah, boyish. Yeah, because I was super anti-boy names for girls, and Cameron was wanting to name all, like all her girl names were like Bob, that and Robert, not true. and Jeff. And I was like, no, we're not doing a boy name. <laughs> I did not like so any I of thought, those names. No, but they were like, what that, were some no. of them? No. No, I'm not saying them because I don't want to be made fun of. Whatever. (laughs) Anyway, I was like, no boy names. And I didn't think Carson was that much of a boy name, but. I mean, Carson Daly. Yeah. But I mean, I know, I know girls named Carson. I know more girls named Carson than boys. But no, every time we, and I, but even people that don't know her name, even people that don't know her name, like when we go out to eat and stuff are like, oh, does he want to play with this? I'm like, she's a little girl. (laughs) She has pink or purple Yeah, she's a pink bib. What (laughs) are you talking about? I'm like, Are you just assuming? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, stop. She's so yeah, cute. What are you talking you? about? Uh, <laughs> she hasn't identified yet. She is. <laughs> oh, she's gosh. Grow up. <laughs> no. <laughs> let's not. Yeah. yeah, let's not even talk about yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other can of worms. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what do you got? Are, are, you, uh, are you good, Cameron? Um, I think we're good. No more questions about the... Scuzzy rodeo life. What, what haven't we? Uh, what have we not covered? I mean, is there mm-hmm. any like? What's like the the stuff no one knows about? Like the editor's cut. <laughs> stuff no one knows about. Like behind the scenes. Hmm. Nothing. 
That's kind of all out really. there. Not I mean, out pretty there. much. For the most yeah. part. All right. I mean, there's really no, like... <laughs> it's actually, like, rodeo people is actually, like, a pretty tight-knit family. Like, yeah. You still talk to most, a lot of them? Oh, yeah. 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 Like, you, you'll get some of your best friends from the rodeo deal. Yeah. I don't know why that is, but you'll kind of always be lifelong, especially a handful of them. You'll, you'll be lifelong friends that yeah. you didn't even know, know them before rodeo, but you just met them through rodeo and things kind of happen and become friends and it works out that way. Like Will Smith, like, uh, heck, I didn't know him from Adam and I wouldn't have if rodeo hadn't have done it. So yeah, there you go. So things like that, probably people don't really know too much about, but it's a very tight knit family, so to speak. I mean, that's the only way I can put it. So <clears throat> yeah. Well, there you go. This By was, uh, this was probably our best episode. We're oh probably gonna my hit gosh! Our, we're probably gonna hit you our peak. You uh, better tell all our other guests. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just. I mean, don't let them we, hear uh, that. I'm wanting to. I'm wanting to hit our peak. The girls almost hit it. What we? When did we release that yesterday? Yeah. They almost hit it. They were five away from hitting the first day peak. What? You'll so, have to go listen. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we're gonna have to. Um, Lauren, Lauren, and Randy are on it. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Lauren is a cheese ball. It's so funny. I'm gonna have to listen to this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're funny. the yeah you're the second second and second best rodeo person we've had on. Yeah, we had Randy on, so we had to talk a little. <laughs> she's like, she's like, don't group me in with the rodeo. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're not that bad. Like, I mean, you know what's really terrible about the whole thing is like, there's only a select few guys out there that are just scuzzy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And those select few have put such a stereotype on all of us. And it's just like, man, not all of us are that way. Like, usually you can pick them out pretty quick who are like that. But it's kind of, it's, I mean, it's like anything. It really is. It's like people in life, even bad ones. Oh, yeah. Like, you can look at somebody like, man, he's scuzzy. Yeah. But you're not supposed to judge, but you can usually judge, and it's usually pretty accurate, really, within the first five minutes. Absolutely. But. But for all those listeners out there that don't know, I'm just going to tell you right now, uh, if the sticker on your hat, if you ever wear a cowboy hat and the sticker's in the front, <laughs> turn your hat around. You look like a goober. There so you go. You, know. you heard it here. So there's the, there's the advice that we needed. That's a good way to end it. There you go. All right. Well, Big Hill Small Talk. Like us on Facebook. And, and then follow us on Instagram. And... Tell your friends more importantly, because you got people like Chad who haven't even listened yet. Heck yeah.